This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Friday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's News Podcast. Some farmers are working up to 90 hours a week because they can't afford to hire help. That's according to Butterfant beef farmer John Coughlin, who was speaking ahead of a nationwide rally today to highlight the value of farming to the rural economy. Here in Cork, rallies were held in Bandon, Skibbereen, Middleton, Canturk and Mitchellstown. The IFA estimates that around 300,000 people are employed by the farming and food sector in Ireland. However, they're warning proposals to reduce cap payments along with the Climate Action Bill will hit farmers and food producers hard. Speaking to better FM News, John Coughlin says many farmers are struggling. The majority of farms, they're well under the average industrial wage. What we see is an awful lot of part-time farmers who have uh, second or third incomes coming into the farm to support it. That's fine for some, some part-time farmers are able to manage that. But in some of the more commercial farms, what we are seeing is that the income is being squeezed. And we see these farmers are working anything from 70 to 80, 90 hours a week. They're not able to afford labour. They are the farmers that are producing the food that is needed right across Europe and across the wider right, world. A man who sued over the death of his 38-year-old wife at Cork University Maternity Hospital days after her first baby was delivered has settled his High Court action for €1.25 million. Euro. Anne Casey died 11 days after she first had a cardiac arrest as she was having a lung scan and her baby was delivered by emergency caesarean section. Her husband Dominic from Dunmanway told the High Court he was outside the X-ray department as his wife, who'd been admitted to the hospital days earlier with breathlessness, went into cardiac arrest. A review at Cork University Maternity Hospital after Mrs Casey's death found she died of a devastating brain injury incurred at the time of the cardiac arrest. The review panel found Anne Casey was obviously and significantly unwell for more than 60 hours following her admission to hospital but had not been reviewed by a consultant. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport, and for the first time since October of last year, Cork City will play in front of supporters tonight. 600 fans will be at Turner's Cross for the meeting of City and Cabin Tilly as part of the government's series of pilot events for the return of crowds. City attacker Dara Crowley told Red FM Sport they're looking forward to be playing in front of fans once again. The atmosphere will be great as usual, like, and um, but again, it might be strange for a few of us because, you know, I know I was there two years ago, there was crowds, but a lot of us were still under 19 and mightn't have played with a crowd yet. But, um, you know, I think it can only be a positive for us. Kick-off at Turner's Cross tonight is at 7.45. The same time, Cove Ramblers are away to UCD. The European Championships kick off tonight. The opening game is the meeting of Italy and Turkey. That's at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome. It gets underway at 8pm. The Ireland women's team, meanwhile, are away to Iceland this evening in a friendly game. That kicks off at 6. In rugby, Munster play their final game of the season tonight. The Reds are away to Zebre, where kick-off is at 7pm. At 8.15, Leinster host the Dragons, with 1,200 supporters watching that game at the RDS. And in tennis, it's men's semi-finals day at the French Open. First up at Roland Garros is the meeting of Alexander Zverev and Stefano Tsitsipas. That's followed by the meeting of world number one Novak Djokovic and reigning champion Rafa Nadal. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. Over the last year, we've been checking in on the programme with Corkonians all over the world to see how they've been doing and dealing with uh, the pandemic. How have they been getting on? What have they been up to? And Sarah McCarthy is originally from Carrigaline and has contacted the show to fill us in on how life is going for her on the Algarve in Portugal. So good morning to you, Sarah. Morning, Nick. Now, you're from Carrigaline. Four years ago, you decided you, decided you kind of needed a change of pace. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, uh, well, just four years ago, um, just a little bit on a, on a whim, but just decided to move out to uh, Portugal. Have been coming here for about like eight, nine years beforehand. And just fell in love with the place and the people and everything. And you began to yeah. work as a nanny for tourists staying in local hotels. What does that involve? You just offer a, um, a full-time babysitting service or you stay with them for the week or is it just night by night? Uh, it's not mostly night by night. Um, I've had like long-term uh, jobs where I've worked for months with a family that live out here. Uh, you know, it depends. Like the last year or so, it's been very, very different because as you can imagine, we haven't had tourists out here and, and all that. So... You know, it's been a struggle to survive. Um, but, like, thankfully, things are starting to look a little bit up. Um, but it, it doesn't come without its trials and tribulations, you know. I mean, it is a very tourist area, and you are heavily relying on the tourists for work and, and you know, for trade, etc. So, yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's worth it in the end. And, and a little bit ahead of us here in Ireland, the UK gave the green light for travel to Portugal uh, quite quickly, actually. So yeah. you would have seen an influx of UK tourists, would you? Yeah, they gave us the green light. And to be honest, um, it, was, it was given, it was taken away. So you can imagine the frustration and the disappointment out here when that happened. And the confusion. Um, and the confusion, massive confusion. I mean, a lot of English people were, were seriously... Um, annoyed about the whole situation they just literally arrived a couple of days and they were being told to go home and you know a lot of people think it was influenced over the the um uefa cup final um the the, the chelsea match because they gave the green light and all the, the the you know football fans came here there was a few problems up in porto regarding that and then a few days later they they took the green light away um, so a lot of a lot of businesses out here that just had given their staff contracts for the tourist season uh, felt really really let down by the fact that suddenly the the tourists kind of you know they left. I mean, twenty thousand Brits left the Algarve uh, in in the few days when it was announced. Wow. Okay. And this influx of UK tourists um, has yeah. that gone well? Uh, is, is there worries that some of them may not have been vaccinated? Have they been adhering to local procedures? I think uh, a lot of people um, are under the misconception that once they test negative with the PCR test, that they can literally uh, do what they want and not wear masks and things like that. Um, like myself and my partner have had incidences, particularly the other night, we were out down the old town having a, a meal and we went to the taxi rank to get a taxi. And there was a group of about 10, 12 uh, people standing with kids. Nobody was wearing a mask. They were blocking access to the taxis. And when we approached them and said, please, can you put on your mask? You know, you, there's no social distancing going on. We literally have to walk through you to get to a taxi. They got, like, uh, very aggressive. Um, one person actually tried to, like, step forward and challenge my partner. And, uh, yeah, there's no need for that. You know, I mean, we're, we're out here... We have a vaccination program in place. A lot of, like at the moment, it's at the over 50s. Um, so a lot of the younger people that are working out here are not vaccinated just yet. So, you know, people need to research the rules, obey the rules, and, you know, not get aggressive with the locals when we're telling you to put your mask on because of the reason we're asking. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie.